Hi, this is the alter ego, Jared Truby, using my sultry radio voice. Yes, that's the one to explain to you what's happening in this episode. This episode, Charles, Chris, and myself talk about packaging. In the future, Cat and Cloud is going to have a really, really amazing bag. But what's going into that? We don't know. But through this episode, you'll get a little snippet. If you want to hear the whole breakdown, why, how, what, all that good stuff that makes it buttery smooth and puts that special something into those sacks, check out the Patreon, where this voice is just as smooth as the content that you'll endure. Good morrow. <laughs> endure. Endure, I don't know. That's why it's funny. All right, so we need a bag. There we go. Okay, story of the bag. Quick backstory of the bag. Okay. Backstory of the bag is... It's 2015. That's six years need, ago. And we need a bag. Before we open, and we need a bag. Yep. So then we went online. And so we went online and got a bag. And, but, I remember, but we did like the Tiffany Blue. Well, I remember we were having a, dis- uh, a discussion, and you weren't a fan of the blue, necessarily. You were kind of leaning into the craft because of approachability. I remember we had this. Yeah, well, I want, I want sustainability of some, some sort. This but talk overruled two to yeah. one. Well, <laughs> but the color. Well, it wasn't the even. I don't even important. remember talking to you about sustainability. It was more like um, accessibility, like something that mm. felt comfortable. Like, oh, we don't want to do something too wild. But we like the. But then the Miami Vice vibes came in. Yes. Yeah, right? this was just like maybe a one. it was prior to the coloration. This maybe it was just like when I looked at pouches versus the other. When we first started, there was that. And Maybe, then once yeah. you start showing the colors, because I don't remember ever disliking the color in our pouch. And I remember we wanted to specifically put together 10-ounce bags, and we wanted yeah. to create coffee in such a way where we had at least a few options where you could buy a bag of coffee and a coffee drink and walk out with a $20, like by right. spending a $20 bill or less. Under yeah. 20 bucks, you can get <clears throat> your kit. Whereas yeah. when you have people going up into that one pound of coffee and even 12 ounces, the the ticket just goes up higher yeah. right it just feels a little prohibitive and mm-hmm. then the other thing that we had to work into that factor was making sure that if you drank you know a cup of coffee a day or two cups of coffee mm-hmm. a day that it would last at least a week right and it does yeah and yeah. people were fucking hating on us a little bit no Not, everybody does 10 12 ounce was the 12 ounce was the standard and then people like intelligentsia i think at the time i can't remember pound? what they're doing now we're going up into the pound yeah which i thought was fucking crazy buying a pound of coffee it's just so much money. You know, when you go yeah. in and the, the, you're 27, 30 bucks, it just seems like a lot. Yeah. You know, obviously I'm someone who's willing to pay for good coffee, but I'm not going to use that whole pound in a week at my consumption. I think more so it's that. It's like, why buy that much coffee if you live on site when you could just buy a little eat less and then you know not spend as much and then when you're ready to buy more it's really easy to come buy more and it doesn't yeah. hit the and you get to experiment with other shit right that's yeah. the other thing too you can you're go play with more in. coffees yeah i'm halfway yeah. through with a bag and i'm like okay i get it how many right. days do you think it lasts you Jeez, uh let's say you do well what's what's the grammage right it's 284 grams to yeah. a bag yeah 20 grams of brew if you're if you're taking yeah. on average so let's say you do 40 grams a day you and your your friend or, or whoever that is. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's seven, six, seven. Yeah, you're in that you're in that ballpark. Yeah, I'll use about seventy grams a day, so that's what four days, give or take, depending. Yeah, because now you're seeing people come the other way. Like Onyx does ten ounce bags now. 
Yeah, more people have followed the well, trend. Yeah, because everybody less. realized that we were right and they were fucking <laughs> welcome. <laughs> ridiculous. Welcome everybody. But I get it too. I mean, it, there is something I think about that price point as well. Like as coffee gets more and more expensive, because yeah. we're getting better coffee. It, you're adjusting to this pain point. Oh God, my leg randomly gets cold now and it gives me fucking anxiety. You're adjusting to this pain point of how much money, you know, am I going to spend on any particular trip to the coffee shop? Yeah. Right. And I think there's going to be some time before people's expectations reach the level of the price of coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though it's already cheaper than it should be. In right. M- most well, yeah. people are getting away with charging more now than they used to. Getting away with the wrong word, but people are charging more now. And people are not complaining about yeah, it people are nearly as much as they used to. In it, in mm. the same way, they find value in other products like mm. wine and things. Right, like that. it's becoming much more popular overall. Mm-hmm. Coffee's just hitting super hard. So we had all we had. We needed an off-the-shelf pouch because we couldn't do a custom bag because we didn't have the money or the funds <laughs> yeah. or anything. Well, and, and then we had to figure out how to make labels ourselves, which. These two guys were had no chance at doing, so you had to do that because <laughs> yeah. you had a smidge of experience in it. All I knew how to do was to learn how to use Illustrator, yeah. even though I'd never used it before. Yeah. I was, it was just, oh, God. And then the programs to like get it oh, to the Dynamo printer. It was such a uh, fucking nightmare. Them all out. And then, like, this is stupid. Because when we opened... Well, and we only had one, one label, too, which, remember, because we only had the 283-gram label, so we would put it on the five-pounders as well. <laughs> yes. Forever, and we might still. I think we still do that. <laughs> I think that's still, like... That was, that was maybe one of the requests, as, as we yeah. did some like, research. We have yeah, not upgraded ounces. the label yeah. since 2015 <laughs> in any shape, way, shape, or that's form. That's pretty rad. And we never... Yeah, so fun fact, like, it's the weight on the sticker does not properly reflect the, the weight in the bag. If you got the big bag or a five pounder. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It's funny. And then the Tiffany ish was cool. I don't know. I'd always love that kind of shit that looked really loud. And at the time, mm. honestly, it's kind of fucking annoying now, but like at the time, no one was doing anything loud. The common yeah. was craft. And then if you had a fully designed bag, it was more primary colors at, at mm-hmm. best. White, red, black. And I do remember that conversation being like, everybody's doing the same thing if you were to look on the shelf. Because I actually, I feel like at the beginning we almost leaned towards pink at first. Oh, uh, yes. And, then, there and was that was where pump. I was like, yeah. I think we got to do blue, even though we like the pink. Yeah. And I remember being more tripped out on the pink and being like, the blue feels more comfortable and yeah. less like scary. Yeah. And but I, now I'm like, man, we should have pink. I could have gone either way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just... Well, you were feeling it. I was feeling it you so a, hard. You had a clarity on it. In 2010, it. I had that tablecloth. Right. And the whole barista competition. Maybe I'll find a picture of it, send it to Wiser. It he can link you it up. You posted it not too long ago. Yeah. We'll have to post a link to it. So I had a uh, the whole color scheme for my USB-C performance was the tablecloth was this two-tone split. It was that color blue and like a neon-ish pink that kind of faded oh, into nice. each other with bubbles. And then the cups were like a Tiffany-ish blue, like a powder blue with a platinum-lined thing, right. like lip. And then Newable Sean... Point? Is that what they were? Sean, they were Terra. Terra, that's right. Sean White, former Verve Roaster, flat white ceramics yep. dude, he did my um, place settings, which were mirrors. And Whoa. on the mirror, basically there was the saucer. So he had the blue saucer. And then when you lift off the saucer, people bust it. Spray painted on there was the name of the drink or the beverage and the flavor notes with it mm-hmm. in the pink. 
But then he did the lettering in yellow, and since you spray it onto the mirror, the yeah. way he did it is you can actually see the color being reflected from the bottom of the mirror too. Cool. Oh, so he laid on like a, a base color that was a different color and then painted over it. So you you would have like blue with a pink reflection underneath it and you wouldn't know where it came from. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He He's good with the art stuff. You Do, you know? Do you have a video of your performance? There was no video of the there's performance. There's pictures online there's of that pictures, one though. You can Google I that I have pictures one. of the setup. But I always love those colors. I, there's something that, that kind of yeah. retro, like blurring the line between 80s and 90s Miami-ish. And now it's fucking annoying because everyone's on that everywhere everyone's on that you know you see the miami heats retro uniform and it's the exact same color scheme it's the pink and the blue with the gradient fade which we've been using on our menu and now you see the retro 90s hitting hard so you can get the igloo cooler in those same Mm -hmm. colors and everyone's on that and in some ways i i think it's cool because I enjoy some of that stuff, but not all of it feels super honest to me. And yeah. a lot of it makes me mad to where it's like, hey, we were here six years ago. Where the fuck have you been? How <laughs> annoying is it that that can be the case? It's like if we would have, I mean, it might have happened anyway, but like just say in like this world that you could imagine as the business owner, it's like, what if we started this one way and then launched that style now and we're like hot and it never came to be that the whole world followed that trend? It probably was happening anyway. But I mean, it was going to happen anyway just because the timing is right. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's everything's just, in ev- waves. Everything's funny. It'll do the circle, right? After our, it'll go back after to our craft. big staff meeting. Oh, it'll go back to craft, and, and then, then it'll see come, who's yeah. who's sticking out and who's doing their own right. thing. You know, after the meeting, I don't know. Well, whatever. One of our employees came up to me. And it's like, I really like your denim. It's very Y two K. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> to see you know a younger person thinks it's very late 90s y2k and i'm just like this is what i've always worn so i don't you know i guess it is but it's funny to see how the 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 trends will that's where it started yeah we're on our way back to baggy clothes again i think a little bit yeah it's pretty funny you see like a 16 year old wearing stuff that you wore when you were 16 (laughs) 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 strange You're going to just button up. All of a sudden, you change your whole style. Like I got some weird stuff I could wear. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going, dude. I could just go full country. They'll come and yeah. go. You got the hat. I got the hat. I got more than that. <laughs> you just start wearing boots to work. I got bolo ties. I got a whole. You got bolo ties. I got some kit. I want to get a pair of boots, man. Yeah. Yeah. With some, uh, what are they on the back? Uh, oh spurs spurs yeah <laughs> i want to get some dress boots i want to get on the list at that place in austin texas traditions it's a uh, he's um uh he's like a master boot maker his yeah. wait list is a couple years long and well, then you know you come in you do the fitting, warm fitting do the boots. whole thing that you know he measures your foot ink printer your foot scan the foot does the whole fucking that's pretty rad shit so that's what we're gonna do with our coffee bag we're gonna say <laughs> we're, gonna, <laughs> we're gonna scan the human brain and we're gonna <laughs> Figure out what it needs out of a satchel. So, yeah, our bag is an off-the-shelf bag that we resonated with the color because we wanted it to pop. And it does pop off the shelves. When I go into New Leaf and see it out in the markets, it it pops. Yeah, it -hmm. it looks good. And then the label is just my best attempt at doing a design, which is not very good, in 2015. Well, and that's about it. But that, yeah, that's almost that's that's like why we're here is because it's the it's a bag from 2015. So now 2021. Now it's time. So. Yeah, and what do you like? What do you guys want out of a bag? Yeah, 
I got a lot of thoughts on a bag. Where's my just meh. I have a list on my phone. I mean, what do you what do we I mean I it definitely should move in the direction of sustainability in my opinion. I'd always think that's a good thing. What does that mean to you though? Because so many people will say their bags are sustainable, but like the outside will be sustainable, but the inside, but they're like, actually for it to really be sustainable, you have to rip off, you have to like dissect your bag and rip off the part on the inside. That's not sustainable. And it's like, how many people, how about just better than what we have now? (laughs) (laughs) That's really what I mean. Right. right? Cause like there is, you're right. There's no good answer, but a better opportunity is out there than what we have now. That's really what it means to me. Because you can't. It's like they'll say it's compostable, but it's only like 60% compostable, right? Yep. Or or maybe there's something that we don't and haven't considered because everybody puts their shit in the same kind of bag. Like maybe there's a way to have something that is uh, legitimately BPA-free recyclable plastic inside of something that actually is recyclable that looks nice. And then... The whole thing is actually recyclable. Yeah, where the whole thing is where it's not now. But that that's actually that something like that would be ideal if we could if it could look right and feel right. You ever had botten rice candy? Probably. Is it the one that were like the the package is corn like the you actual wrapper cornstarch? <laughs> yeah, maybe there's something where you can just eat the bag when you're done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be <laughs> and, it ta- and it tastes good too after a pandemic we're like you know what the bag is edible don't you know who's touched you it crunch the bag up and just brew hot water onto it yeah. and make a nice sweet treat it's just clear like it's just clear. like gummy corn it's made of gelatin and so you can just pour some i mean yeah, yeah sustainability or something better yeah really it's it's a move to betterment because i don't also don't need this to be the bag that we live with for the rest of our lives it needs to be better and serve its purpose for a while because I don't believe we should stay the same anyway, which none of yeah. us do, right? No, and we've got a lot of feedback from, you know, from grocery partners mm-hmm. and, you know, our wholesale partners of, like, what they would like to see on the bag. And so it's kind of, like, melding that with, like, what we want the bag to be, right? Yeah, so what's the most requested? Uh, information about, like, who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Because... There's nothing about like our mission or our vision or our values or who we are as a company no or history, what our website no is or yeah website's key we actually I wrote that down for sure our know? website because I I see the bag as like it's one of the single most important brand assets that your company has and I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for us to uh, yeah just better uh, you know like better our bag and and in being like a in being like part of our brand right if you look at something like instagram what's the most taken picture of cat and cloud probably the bag when people get in the mail yeah even when people come on you know there's that was it pascal's oh right guest roaster it's always you know people holding the bags the bag in the bags yeah bags bags are out there the cat and cloud podcast is sponsored by steeped coffee steeped coffee is a new brewing method that combines specialty craft coffee into a single serving bag you don't need a machine. You don't have to make a mess no matter where you are. All you have to do is add hot water. Each steep pack is individually sealed in nitrogen flush so it stays fresh. And it's got this special immersion filter. And the filter is ultrasonic sealed, which means it's sealed together with no glue, no staples, so there's no weird stuff floating around in your coffee. 
Steeped is a benefit B Corp. They ethically source all their coffee. Their packaging is fully compostable, and they believe that business should be done without compromise. You can get your hands on Steeped Coffee at steepedcoffee.com. That's S-T-E-E-P-E-D coffee.com. Asking your local retail stores to start carrying Steeped or having your favorite roaster reach out and get in touch. If you happen to be in Santa Cruz, come on by any of the Cat and Cloud locations. We have it there for you. Basically, they're just doing their best to change the coffee industry and make your life more convenient with their pre-portioned, pre-ground innovation. So tell all your friends. I I do like what you said, like something I'd actually like to have multiple versions of whatever the story we tell is to go on whatever bag. Call it three for the sake of the what, conversation. What do you mean different stories? One of them could be a, about our mission and just a little bit about it. One could be about our history. One could be about our something about whatever values related business and what it means to us. And it depending it's not always the same. You don't Collect get the same. Collect all three and find out who we really are. Potentially, yeah. But, or just like, or you just see that it's different and there's intentionality and it's not like, cool, they just made a bag and like slapped the thing on. Yeah. I also thought it'd be cool to have some form of ability to make a trading card about the coffee so you could consistently like collect the coffees we have over the years and make it like, you know, magic plus seven and da 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 and like a <laughs> sick picture with like um, magic the gathering card is what I pictured first. You know, it'd be interesting is there'd be cool, that would be a cool thing to do. Um, with NFT, maybe. Yeah, like a, a make a make a social token for like the original with the coffees. Yeah, or multi, multiple, not just one, maybe. Yeah. So if you make multiple social tokens, and everybody who buys the coffee gets this, this Wiser's having a panic attack right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make the fucking whole thing work. All right. <laughs> Where yeah. if you if something you could put in your digital wallet and you could see oh you you've had mm-hmm. the Juan Pena oh right. I've had that coffee too I don't know oh, some or maybe just cool. for special coffees that are more whatever I mean I think there's a valid idea there it could, because what's fun is that like every year it could be a little different and it's like oh I got that year I got that year you know what yeah. I'm saying like mm-hmm. the trading card NFT whatever that world is that I think there's value to it and if it was created well it's, it's just interesting. People like to collect stuff. I like the community aspect of that too. Like anything that would help, um, I don't know, kind of create or like reinforce like a larger cat and cog community. Mm-hmm. Like in the way that would like get people together and talking with each other, I think would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's a cool idea to have multiple different versions of about us. That could be fun. Then there's like the shout out to Wiser for kind of coming up with this idea that we've molded over, which is almost like three general classifications so that people can figure out what they're grabbing quickly and you know you one like being roast a, no but yes no though like more like these are the classics mm. these are the elite rares these are the best friends club or something yeah. like that the for elite rare. for what i'm making terms up yeah but no like trying to find a way to like if it's a classic it works for everything maybe and it's always on our menu and maybe both of those things fit that category. So yeah, like maybe that's where you would say anything that goes there is something that could be for espresso and da da da. And you talk less about the roast level and more associate it with like. Do you think there should be anything about the roast level on the bag? I mean, I know people ask about it, but I don't think we have to say that because I don't. Our company doesn't look at roast level the way that the world does. So I think we need to be smart enough to educate while meeting them. 
Like right. We don't say from like it's a dark medium light guest, espresso. Right. Yeah. From a guest point of view, some of like I, a lot of guests come at it that way. So it's mm-hmm. like yeah, it's be that versus like educating. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So for me, that's where maybe whether this works or doesn't, the idea of the classics being every coffee that you would ever want to consider in the dark to medium dark range would live there no matter what, you know, or accessible. Because people are coming in and drinking Juan Pena now, being like, oh, this is insane. What is this? And they just came in looking for a single origin coffee. Yeah. You know, and they don't always, our team's calling it medium when, like, reality is, I don't know if it's medium at all. It's probably pretty light. Yeah. So, you know, I don't even, I don't want to also misguide. So, I don't know. It's, there's a, like a language yeah. opportunity that's like a pretty deep exploration to Just have. It's like an Agtron rating. Ugh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. 65. <clears throat> that's, <laughs> yeah. but I don't have an answer. I do like the idea, like, and, and again, it's props to Wiser and our marketing team for talking about this idea of like, maybe there's just like three stool legs to this coffee idea where you can, put an icon to it and it's like that's what that means that's what that means that's what that means and mm. and then people can start to associate like that yeah and less so like even though we need to give credit to the farmer and the columbia and you know some of those sub-region things that i think are also important to put on a bag they don't necessarily have to go i like guatemalan coffee only they can go like oh this this area i always like the ones in the classic so then what do you think about tasting notes i'm down just got to make them broad what do you think Parker? i'm just listening at this point and i'm curious what you think uh i don't know what i think i think i'm annoyed at the whole situation i i think well, okay i think we have to um we have to start with the with the mission in mind right like the bag should be this is backtracking a little bit but the bag needs to be an experience piece right mm-hmm. yeah. the bag needs to make you want the bag needs to make you feel something either feel like you're part of something feel like you are capable of doing something or feel feel a certain way i.e <clears throat> let's say you go to the supermarket you grab a bag of cat and cloud you put it on the little fucking conveyor belt and it's going and the person behind you has a bag of Stumptown. we all know who's cooler we all know who's going on we the bag is like oh you buy Stumptown? oh that's nice good for you I used to also be a child. <laughs> Not to hate on anybody, but you yeah. know, like uh, the idea is to have people feel connected to the purchase that they're making on a on a deeper level yeah. to where they're really really proud of it, not slamming anybody else. So yeah. that's an aggressive. I have no problem with the stump you know, town's awesome. I have no problem with stump town. Right? Yeah, you're drinking. You had it in what? your house. I have some in my house. <laughs> I have a hairbender in my house. <laughs> that's because I am a child. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wiser just called me out. <laughs> I am a child. So that that's part of it. And then part of that, you know, those things connect. You know, you know, one part of it is the visual aspect of it. It has to look a certain way or it has to elicit emotion visually. Right. One part of it is the story that we're telling. So it should connect people more deeply to the brand and tell them why they, you know, should choose to serve, like, like make this purchase and then connect to the product inside and the connection of the product inside is the trickiest part because then you get into these crazy that's where the subcategory potential really really lies this whole discussion came about we were talking about bench made american made knife manufacturer they have the they have a class system they have blue gold and black right and blue class knives are everyday working people knives if you got an everyday carry knife like 
you know, I, I want a blue class knife. And within that, there's a bunch of different kinds of knives, really small, really big, different uses, but it's all, these are working knives. Mm -hmm. Black class is military, tactical, you know, it tells you what you're going to get into. So I'm looking for something like this and gold class is just really fancy, more like collector's knives, totally yeah. usable. Mm -hmm. So I like that idea. That makes sense. Then within, within that situation, that's where it's tricky. Cause let's say you have the classics, whatever the classics are, and then you have two things inside the classics that could be completely different. The biggest question mark is where does something like the truth live? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's definitely one of our flagships. It seems like it would fit in the classics from that perspective. But when you have something like the truth and something like the night shift or the after party, both in the Very classic different. line, that's a really big range mm -hmm. inside the classic. So how do you keep someone who doesn't want, no, they don't want a super dark roasted coffee or maybe does want a dark yeah. roasted coffee from buying one or the other? What are the, what are the signifiers? And that's, this is me just processing. I, I don't, I haven't seen anybody do it really, really well. Mm. And I feel like icons could be a good play yeah. forward i feel fuck dude i don't i don't Something know visual i, I hear think, you i think even <clears throat> if you have a signifier that says this is a dark roast or whatever i think that's okay it doesn't need to be the initial categorization yeah for for the coffee right and yeah, then, it's like how do you give people the information they want while still making it like a memorable experience and like and something authentic they're to us. authentic memorable and something people like we both really like the guest and the company are both really connect with yeah yeah that's the fucking that's the crazy that's the crazy question that's gonna take that's our work that's that's the biggest part of the work i i think the, yeah, the trickiest part is the, on that that guest connection Cause you can't write a big story. Like for instance, right. You couldn't write the answer is used in milk without milk. It's our flagship. And you can't write that about the truth. You can, but you're not getting somebody to, to grab the bag of the truth off the shelf. Say it's in a classics where it fits a broad scope. They're not going to necessarily grab it and be like, okay, this one's like the lighter rusted, more exciting version. But on the flip, we could also commit to the truth being special coffees more special coffees and putting it in a different category altogether even though it is like quote unquote like a staple here it's a staple yeah, but it could, it could live in the, coffees, the medium I mean, like right now it's super i mean they are random. yeah and they might they might be moving forward so uh i'm more i'm more just saying there is an opportunity what you're saying is correct like as we look at the truth now it falls into the classics along with night shift after party best friends club things like that yeah. whether best friends club is stays there or doesn't like that style of coffee it lives there, but it doesn't actually. Oh, you mean best friends blend? Sorry, yes, sorry, yeah. best friends blend, and and they all live in kind of that category. But the truth doesn't, even though. Same reason, our like our bag's five years old. It still lives there based on our history. How do they do it with beer? Let's say you have something like an IPA. <clears throat> IPAs different levels of hoppiness. You know, some of them are medium hoppy, and then some of them are just IBU insane bitter I, units bitter units yeah, yeah. IBU. ibu so okay. like the, the higher the number the more bitter got there is in it yeah but oh. they only measure that and then they talk about all the extensive flavor notes yeah right but so but that could it, be interesting right it does give you a key to where it's like i want an ipa but i don't want it full psycho i want a lower ibu you know what'd be interesting is to find out how they measure ibus and then find maybe and or why not create like in coffee our ibu version yeah, so that's where I'm saying if that could we be cool. if we have something that's already established, 
even if we think it's a little corny, like light, medium, dark, people mm-hmm. have a basic understanding of what that means. This is where it turns into you a design problem. A but it's like, how do you put that? I think it's okay to put that on the bag, maybe, depending on the rest of the bag. But it doesn't have to be the thing that's in the forefront of everything. There has to be like a... It's almost, I can back that though. It's like something that you're you're running people through to where it's like, these are the Cat and Cloud classics. Cat and Cloud mm-hmm. classics are coffees that... Nine out of ten people will like it's you know it's coffees that you can bring to Thanksgiving dinner brew for mm. the whole family and the it's interesting enough for the people that are really into coffee but it's approachable enough for the people who just don't want to drink coffee yeah they're yeah. they're just here so like there's the classics you know classics maybe we have the answer the truth mm-hmm. night shift some of the other things mm-hmm. and then as a as a subcategory somewhere maybe there's some sort of IBU thing roast level indicator that or maybe a uh maybe it's just like color. an icon or something right that explicitly says you know this is a dark roast coffee right whatever that means i know it's like can you can we keep it could we keep it simple theoretically <laughs> Steve, and throw out three classes have icons for them and then utilize color for roast level and then loosely do the same thing with color meaning like you got the classes bags are rad and like maybe it's a label or maybe it's like we do have three different color bags and one of them fits like the medium to dark straight medium medium to light and like you you like lock it in that way it's still it's the same thing like you still need a the literal thing that says medium whatever whatever the thing is you need it to say it somewhere because somebody's gonna have to read it until they learn it right because we're still four years old you can't just assume people are gonna be like oh that color means that Without a lot of education. Yeah. But you can start, maybe? You can, you can start to go. I, I just always think user experience. Can I pick right. it up and see what it means? Like, yeah. I would be nice if the answers were just there. Because then you feel good about your purchase. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, I know that this is an approachable, dark-roasted <laughs> coffee. Thanks for listening, y'all. This podcast is an extension of our mission to inspire connection by creating memorable experiences. If you want to get more acquainted with what we do, you can go on over to catandcloud.com. There you'll find a little bit of everything. If you want coffee, we got coffee there. If you want to be directed to some other magic media, basically it's your hub for all things cat and cloud. If you want to dive in on a deeper level, we do have a Patreon. It's $5 a month, about the price of a latte each month. You get a peek behind the scenes of what we do here, unpacking some of the ideas that we talk about during this podcast, rants and raves, Q&As, Jared and I just talking shit together. Biased opinion, yes, but I think it's a lot of fun. So thanks for listening. Go out and inspire someone to do something amazing. Bye. Bye.